Right at it. Right at it. Oh, he's done it again. Just as he did at the John Deere for his first win. Hello there, and welcome back to another episode of the Go Get That Podcast. This is episode 86. We are back for first time in a long time since uh, the day that won't be spoken of. Uh, <laughs> you know, we're kind of getting back into the swing. There's a good stretch of golf coming up for Mr. Speed. Uh, five, five in a row. Five in a row. Five in a row. Um, Two of those being majors. Of course, we have Ranch next week and then yes. the PGA Championship. So two majors in the next four weeks. Three, three weeks. Three weeks, three weeks, two next three. So this is just a warm-up. Um, looking forward to it. Um, overall, personally, I would have liked to say I'm take this week, take this week off, but he did not. So just for personal preferences, I'll be kind of busy. Um but is what is. Yeah, it likely means no travelers this year. Yeah, I was thinking about that a little more. That's not even necessarily why I said that. But honestly, I, I there's definitely a chance he still plays the travelers. Um, believe it or not, like there's really nothing else that comes after that he could really play. <laughs> so um, it's a big ask. Right? I like the office. It's definitely a big ask, and it's obviously very unlikely that he plays. But I. Him adding the travelers would only be a strain on the travel. It would not be a strain on his like fatigue. Um, yeah, that's probably that's, true. I, I would I would expect um, I would expect to see Jordan speed the travelers for the rest of his career whenever the U.S. Open is not on the West Coast. Um, he skipped yeah, there. That seems like a good ask. Yeah. Well, um, and if it's a missed cut and Mister U.S. Open, which, well, I was also thinking about like so I'll I'll be at waste management next year and i was thinking the waste management's not elevated next year no it is not there's definitely a chance he skips that i think um yeah i mean it'll just depend how the schedule but at the same time if he skips the waste management i highly doubt he'd there's no way next year he skips both the travelers and the waste management so i should be and i'll probably end up at the memorial as well um now that i'll be um Maybe There's that some be, fun uh, things on the horizon coming up for the Go Get That podcast and events. Would agree. Would yeah. Agree. Yes. Mm, that's well fun said. In fact, we're all going to the Masters next year. Yes. So, <laughs> no, we may be attendance at the Masters. Masters. That's true. That's true. But not uh, the Masters. Not the Masters tournament in Georgia. The Masters in Massachusetts. But uh, the more the superior Masters. Yes. Yes. Um, and who knows? Maybe uh, once I. I still want to see. I still want to get us all three to the memorial at some point. That would be a an electric. That'd be fun. That'd be awesome. That'd be an That'd electric be fun. trip. So. But I mean, we got this week. Uh, I'd like to applaud Jordan Spieth. I I feel for Bob. I'm gonna. I'm under the assumption he won't play Travelers. I think we'll yeah, probably would... agree it's doubtful. But I want to applaud him because it's five in a row. It's tough, but just looking back at last year, I'm still ticked off he didn't play the Arnold Palmer. Would agree. Um, I'm of the belief that Jordan needs to play the events that I think suit him best. And I'd say that, you know, the Wells Fargo suits him better probably right now than the Travelers will in June. That's just my opinion. I think the golf course is better suited for him. He doesn't play well at the Travelers besides one year. 
it's been a bunch of bad finishes besides that. Um, we saw the president president's cup last year, five Oh and Oh the way he's playing right now, the way he's hitting the mid irons and you know, what quail hollow is going to ask of him. And I'm happy he's here. Uh, I've kind of wanted to see him play this golf course. I know he played it at the 17 uh, PGA and it didn't go well, but uh, for how he's playing right now, this place should fit him very well. And that, that excites me. Yes, it certainly is a uh, bigger golf course than I think it might get credit for. Um, it's the weather looks good. Uh, not very much wind, uh, which is a little disappointing. And I've heard that it's a, been a pretty wet spring. Like I think it has in most places, especially Midwest Northeast. Um, oh, yeah. yes. But sun will be shining. Yep. Good scoring conditions. Um, but this place still plays tough. I think the average winner since they made it a par 71 is it's like 11 under. 10 under uh so it fits right in that kind of medium range of of outcomes um you get a lot of diversity here in terms of who wins obviously you had guys a couple guys win it i think like 500 to one uh derek ernst uh max homa uh, and then there was one more um slipping my mind right now then of course rory's won here three times so it's um no it's a it's a fun, fun test of golf. It's a little bit different than uh, I think what he's, what we've seen recently. It's a little bit wider, uh, a little bit. It's actually somewhat forgiving off the tee. Accuracy is pretty low hitting fairways here, but big greens, big slopes on the greens, um, which sounds pretty speedy if you ask me. I agree. Yeah. Um, I don't know if anyone knows. I've talked about this in the President's Cup podcast, but not a huge fan of this golf course. One of my um, lesser favorites of the year. I just think it's very boring. The last few holes are pretty cool, but um, just not a huge fan of the golf course. However, Jordan Spieth did putt the, the greens well, very well at the President's Cup, which is very, I guess you could say, exciting. Gives yeah. you something to look look forward to um but yeah i overall i applaud jay spieth as well uh he's definitely hungry to get back on the golf course i don't think he had any plans to play this before he started to play a little better which is Hmm. which is good to good to see um because he was very adamant about in his post round about wanting to get back on the golf course and talking about this tournament so looking forward to to see how he plays. And honestly, I think that there's there's no real ceiling for him this week. I think that uh definitely a winnable tournament. Um so yeah, no Rom, no Scotty. So yeah. That is that is interesting being given it's elevated to not have both the number one and number two guys in the world who have been the two best players by quite a margin uh this season. Obviously, Ram was in Mexico last week, and Scotty is at um, Mr. Ranch next week, hence why he's skipping this week. Good decision. Uh, Good decision. But so it'll be a pretty – it's a very winnable event. It's a very open field. I know Rory is favored at 7-1, to one, um, but given his statements, which maybe we touch on a little bit here um, – and given the way like Spieth is playing right now, like he's the fourth best guy in this field, 
just in terms of numbers over the past two, so three Are you months. putting above him? Uh, well, I don't know. I just thought he was fourth. I mean, according to but the books, I mean, I, yeah, I, no. And I think, maybe Cantlay or Shoffley? That's fair. I think Bob kind of said it. Like, there's no ceiling. I kind of feel that from now, May 2nd, until the end of September. I think every week is an expected win, which is fun to say. I don't think, I mean, I couldn't, I shouldn't say I couldn't imagine saying it, you know, back at the Genesis, back after the Sony Open. But, like, at this point, I mean, we're winless still. Like, there's really no reason to go into a tournament and just hope for contention. Well, I mean, obviously contention we hope for, but it's hope for a win, not a T8, not a T4. We agree. At this point, I think maybe the U.S. Open could be the only exception just because, like, I mean, it's always going to be a really tough ask for speed to win the U.S. Open. But, I mean, besides that, every single week I'm going in thinking it's win or bust, which is fun, and I'm probably pretty sure he's going in with that same thinking as well. Yeah, well, and the game's backing it up, right? Like, I think he is quite literally the – he could be the best player in this field since, like, February 1, since waste management. Yeah. Right? It's five top sixes. Um, Strokes gain numbers are really, really good. Uh, The putter has revived itself. We are still in recession, although – Yes, let that be very clear. We are still – That's very fair. It does appear that good times are in front of us. Um, and I, I think this is a golf course that again offers forgiveness off the tee a little bit. Um, you can't spray it too far, but it's not too penal if you miss the fairway by a couple yards. Um, and big greens, and with the way he's been putting, I think, which is it's amazing that saying this only a couple months after the Genesis, with the way he's been putting, I feel pretty confident that putts will drop this week. Um, and it should make for a fun weekend. I, I there's very I said this to Jordan during the um kind of the first round of the heritage. Uh it feels very stress-free. Like there's speed is very like calm. There doesn't seem to be a whole lot going on in the in the brain and the swing and maybe life potentially, right? Like it seems to be a very like good stable state i feel that even when he makes a bogey i don't feel like it's going to fall off the rails i think it's just bad hole bad swing whatever it might be um and that's a good spot to be we'll see if it translates after two weeks off but i wouldn't have any reason to think that it wouldn't so that's always fun to look forward to yeah and on in an, on another like direction i think that one way to look at this week is sort of, again, the start to something bigger. I mean, he has a lot of tournaments coming up that are really important. And, of course, none other than the biggest tournament of the year for speed fans, which is the PGA Championship. Uh, Craig Nelson. Craig Nelson. Well, Craig, yeah. Nelson. <laughs> Craig Nelson. Craig Ranch. The Byron Nelson. Excuse Craig me. Nelson. The Byron Ranch. <laughs> the Byron Ranch. That will be oh, clipped and posted to all social media platforms. <laughs> that is brutal. Uh, oh, I apologize, Mr. Ranch. <laughs> I have done you dirty. How could you forget? How could you I just I was thinking Byron Nelson, Craig Ranch. Tough Same. There. Yeah, both made. I and mean, there's gotta be a guy named Craig Nelson who did something good out there. <laughs> but I apologize, um, Mr. Ranch. Yeah, but regardless, um, I was thinking about this the other day, and not to get all dark and grim here, but um you know we in the past, you know, PJ Championships have just kind of come in 
come and gone. But I mean, if you think about it, Jordan Spieth really has 12 to 15 more PGA championships where he's got a legit chance to win. Probably might be high um, there too. <laughs> what do you mean? Might or be high. That like I don't know if he's year? got 12 to 15. I think that would be, that'd yeah. be high. He turns 30 this year. Well, I'm thinking most people's like realistic win ages start to are over at 45, right? Um, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So that's what I was thinking. Um, and this is a course that, you know, probably not the best course for him, but definitely he could win at with the way he's playing. So, you know, you hate to see those opportunities go by, especially when he's throwing them away like Kiowa, where it's just literally the putter. Um, so it's a big tournament coming up. Um, I think all, we all would trade um, almost anything for him to be in contention at Oak Hill on Sunday. So mm-hmm. we need to see that play that he had before th- this little break continue here this week, I think. Certainly. Yeah, yeah I, well, I think that, I was just going to say, I think the other kind of ex- exciting thing, so to speak, about him playing after only two weeks off is that the likelihood of maintaining some of the form is probably higher than taking a full three weeks off. Um, obviously it's doable to not play for three weeks, but just the sharpness comes back a little bit quicker. The um, technique, not as much time for supposed rust to build on. So um, another chance to just kind of get out there and, and sort of in summary, just to keep playing while you're playing well, right? Like to strike while the iron is hot. Um, so it's a good, good place to pick up a, another solid finish slash really be in the mix slash (laughs) be there on Sunday slash win finally. Yeah. I wouldn't downplay this week at all. I know Rom and Shuffler aren't there, but it's still an elevated event. Uh, It's a big event. Jordan can get to fifth in the world with a win, which would be really cool. I I'm not downplaying at all. I mean, you look at Dan, you kind of, we're talking about the field a little bit. There's not many dudes in the field. I'm taking over him. Um, Granted, I know he's playing this, tournament outside the PGA for the first time since 2013 might not have, you know, the extensive course history of other dudes, but I don't think, I know course history is important, but like at the same time, when you're playing good, you're playing good. And I think this place fits him. I expect to be in the picture on Sunday and he's done a great job of this year. It all starts on Thursday, as I kind of like to say, and he's been playing some really good golf on Thursdays this year, which is a nice step in the right direction following last year, which just was the exact opposite. No, yeah. yeah. Last well as, last year was unfortunate. Yeah, there's a lot of Thursdays, uh, seven back, eight back, nine back, whatever it might be. Um, but Thursday and Friday have been awesome, right? 18th on Thursday, 11th on Friday in scoring average, I think, and then like 145th on Saturday. Uh, although that has, I guess the RBC was a step in the right direction. Um, and then Sunday's been really good as well. So, just the, it, it's easy right now. It, it's it's a lot of fun to f- kind of follow with, and it just seems pretty straightforward, um, at least for him, which, you know, still includes some speed bumps and yeah. potholes and whatever else might be in his path. Um, but it's uh, it's been a good run. Should kick off another good one here as well. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's kind of all I have. You know, just 
It's not a lot to say when you expect good play. There's not a lot to complain about. It's more just nothing like... wrong with being speechless. We can hop into <laughs> no, but it's we mentioned just like the credit we're giving him for playing this week, taking on the five weeks in a row. There was a photo Rats. floating on Twitter of him. So he went to the uh, the low country with JT Ricky Smiley. Yes, I, yeah, yes. that was cool. Correct. Uh, after the RBC week, took a week off. And then there was a photo floating on Twitter of Jordan Spieth at a local Dallas Panera. Mm. And if you saw that photo, he was wearing spikes. I don't know if it's a current photo, but if it wasn't, that means he was practicing last week. He's playing five. In a, like, there's, he's not taking any time off. Uh, Imagine going to Panera and seeing Jordan Spieth in spikes. That would just get me really yeah, exactly. dialed in for the rest of the season. Oh, my no, goodness. It's still a pissed off Jordan Spieth in my mind. I, I mean, he's not happy. He hasn't won yet. Like, yeah. he don't care about T3 no, no. seconds. So, that's fun. But, as a fan. And I think kind of as much as I like to talk about the fact that Greller knows, <laughs> I think end of the day, like, yeah. Spieth knows too. Like, yeah. of course he knows. Yeah. So, I'd imagine Greller was hiking on his two weeks <laughs> off, throwing rocks in the backpack type of thing, uh, working on his, his yardages, his quick maths. Um. <laughs> because <laughs> after of course of course a week off for mr greller but uh it'll, it's fun to be back it's fun to be chopping it up and and thinking about contention yeah. on the weekend you know yep. yeah so he is he's playing with uh before we get into other stuff uh, i mentioned the weather very briefly but shouldn't be any delays no thunderstorms projected no. for saturday despite the rain very little wind um but they do have sub air at this course on the greens so they should be able to maintain their speed maintain their most of their firmness throughout the week uh and then late early playing with Shoffley and tom kim uh it's like early early friday which i think is kind of fun um not ideal for my schedule but (laughs) yes yes but uh I don't know. I like the early rounds. Get up and listen to Lisa Cornwell and Craig <laughs> just chop it up about. The don't forget um, who's and, the uh, that we always whatever else might be going on. Yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> it's coffee golf. You know, we're getting closer to the open in the Scottish. So it's it's a seven twenty. Well, you know, I've been I've been thinking about that because obviously, like, with having to get up a lot earlier next year, like, I feel like I feel like I'll enjoy that. I feel like I feel like it's I feel like successful people are up early you know yeah, i've always yeah. been a really lazy sleeper no one not when it comes to speed of course unlike some people you know yeah, yeah. i <laughs> i'm usually up for his rounds but regardless i feel like getting up for i've never had a problem getting up for 7 30 time i feel like when i'm done it's like it's like 11 30 and i'm feeling great yeah the whole day ahead of me it's it's and nice especially in the summer times. when you can go play golf after that's what's the best about about the open it's like yeah you're tired that week after but you get done with the rounds 9 30 yeah it's nice it's, there's still frost on the on the course i mean it's just it's beautiful you get on with your day exactly yes precisely well said dan i um i visited your home state recently for about a minute period yes. what do you think of detroit metro honestly it was pretty boring but like Oh. We're in a different terminal. <laughs> I don't think I don't think it was like the main terminal. Yeah, it's well. There's not a what. Lot. What's your main terminal? Like your main terminal is like uh, what airlines? the McNamara terminal. But like, what airlines are out of there? Um, 
Shoot, I don't know. Like Delta, American Jeff. Really? Because we were in the Delta one and I was not impressed. So if that's oh, your main terminal well, problems. It's yeah, there's it's not an amazing airport. There's a Chick-fil-A in it, and that's about it. Yeah, see, I I, I was there at like 5 30 in the morning, so I was not getting oh, well yeah, you didn't go at the right time then. The the party it was, was rush hour though. There were people, it was yeah. packed. <laughs> there's a lot of flights that go through that airport, Detroit. I'm pretty sure. Yes, there is. Yes, yes. there are. Yes. Quite a few then. Been in the Minnesota airport, that was for sure. That's a big <laughs> airport too. Did not enjoy the Minnesota airport at all. But it's a bigger, uh, bigger airport travel. Yes. Is it bets time? It, it is. is. All right. Dang, I'm. I know Dan's well back. How far am I behind Bob? I don't think it's that far. Yeah, I haven't I'll... looked and. All of my hard work on the three balls has come crashing down after a poor week at the Heritage. It happens to the best Bear. of us. Um, which is very disappointing. But we will bounce back this week. Uh, I guess I will just oh, shoot my... I'm only up. 150 behind Bob. Okay. Still very Congrats. tight. Congrats. 200 behind me. We're tight. Congratulations. Should I start you Bob's start, yeah. You can go. Okay. I'll start with my outrights. I've got two of them. Um, this was tough because there's a lot of guys. Rory's at seven to one. Cantley's at 14. And then it's kind of the rest around six. It's now about 16 for some guys towards 20. Um, I really liked Morikawa, uh, Jason Day, Victor Hovland. But I settled on Xander Schauffele, uh to win at 17 to one. Um, I think Shoffley's Legion said it best. Cantley failed him last week at the Zurich. Um, and Congrats. I I don't know. I just Xander's playing really well. His numbers look really good. Um, and I think this is if it's not gonna the wind's not gonna blow. And it's a bigger golf course. And if Xander can just make some putts, I think he wins. Um so I, I like his upside there, and it's a it's a decent number for a guy that's probably playing like top three or maybe top three four golf in the field right now. So um, I've got Xander, and then my other outright is Jordan Spieth, just because. Congrats, to Mr. Spieth. Is a good number on him. It was like Monday morning. He opened at twenty two, and I was like, "Well, that's a miss." Wrong. Correct. Because he's not the ninth best guy. He's not the ninth most likely guy. He's probably the third to win this tournament. I know he hasn't crossed the finish line yet this year, but he's already down to 18 to 1. So I think people seem to agree with that sentiment. Um, and he's just playing well. And throughout his career, when he plays well, he continues to play well. So uh, I, those are my two outrights. Yeah. I'll go. I'll be short and sweet because I got. I was telling Dan I got four plays on two golfers. Each golfer gets two plays. Whoa! Gosh. I went to look. I kind of went lazy this week. I won't lie, but I so, won't lie. I looked into this for about five minutes. Yeah, I, I, I went chalk throughout the board. The so. viewers, viewer discretion advised. I don't know if you should, you know. Uh, but if you don't tell, we're going to win tons. So yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> That's up to you. So I am also on Xander as one of my outrights. Hmm. Um, same reason, really. He's, the stats look really good. Xander Schauffele Legion on Twitter said it well. He's carrying. Um, yeah, he wouldn't shock me if he won. I got a top 20 on him, too. I got a win and a top 20 on each of my players. Um, and then the other guy is Cam Young. 
one of Elisa's mm. favorites. Um, this course screams Cam Young. Yeah, it really um, does. Long yeah. striping that you you got to stripe the ball. Um, so yeah, I got I got both the win and both the top twenty. So if they both t forty, it's a losing week. But I think at least one of them will play well. So we'll we'll go with that. Okay. Yes. As I said, I'm going chalk throughout the board, and that is starting off with a Max Homa outright ticket. Um, I believe thirty to one is a misprice. I think it's wrong. Simply, um, he's been one of the best golfers in the world since January first. Obviously not on the Scott round level, but I mean, definitely make the argument is three. So I I just, I think 31 at a course he's played well his entire career is kind of ridiculous. So yeah, it, it was, it was really an easy one. I looked over, I glanced and I was like, okay, that's getting bet no matter how much I put on. So I'm putting 20 on that. Um, But yeah, I, that was pretty easy for me. One of the easiest selections of my season so far. Yeah, I was tempted at home a 30 to 1 because um, I was thinking, well, a lot of people are just fading him. Again, this is a course he's played really, 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 really well at. Um, but I couldn't get myself to do it because he's been bad since the match play. I know he got through his group there, but he he lost strokes that week. Um, so, and then he was, they missed the cut at the Zurich with Morikawa, missed the cut at the uh, Masters an RBC, I suppose. So he's just not, not playing very well. Um, so I, I veered away from, from him, uh, my placement, and then I'll just do my, uh, matchup as well. I'm going back to the three balls because they've been good for me. Um, and I'm going to a guy that I wanted to bet outright, but I will not, uh, Victor Hovland plus 175 to beat Tony Fino and Max Homa. I know that's tough uh, because of Homa's course history, but I'm fading him this week. And then Finau's coming off a win in Mexico, which, to be fair, Mr. Fino has backed up a win with a win. Um, but I don't think it'll happen again this week. So fading those two guys. Hovland has a T3 here in 2021. He... Um, plays well at places he's played well at before. Uh, I do think he could win this week, but I think surprisingly Shoffley has more win equity than Hovland because Hovland is a, um, uh, he has shown the ability to not win tournaments that he could. So I will keep him in the three ball. And then top 10, give me Ricky Fowler, man. Why not? He's been doing it. Somewhat often this year. Yeah. I think he's got his game in gear. He's played well here before. Uh, he's won here before, obviously a long time ago. But I think it's time for him to kind of take that next um, leap of like no more of those top like 14, T14s. Like it's time for it's time for a really good week from from Fowler, some serious Sunday contention. I think it's this week. So Fair enough. those are all my plays. Jordan, you want to go or do you want me to go? That's all. I, I said I'm on. I got the oh. place. Oh, yeah, you're right, because you only you had two and two. All right, yeah, so, again, I'm going chalk throughout the board. Um, Max plays first-round leader. Um, Again, Who? chalk, Mr. McElroy. Oh, uh, Mr. Roy. Okay. 18 to 1. I forget what his outright price is. Can anyone I really remember? hope that doesn't hit. 
outright at seven. I would agree that I'm rooting against that play, um, to say the least. <laughs> but then again, him first round leading and then not winning would also be fire. So <laughs> that's true. Uh, well, um, We'll have to see what happens, but I don't know, Dan, why I put my things under your name in the dock. But actually, I don't want to move it, so I'm just changing my name. Um, yeah, so I'm going Roy FRL f- uh, for 20 again, 18 to 1. And then my last play is a matchup. I know I don't go to these very often, but you know, infosports19.com offered me <laughs> quite the number I couldn't refuse. He's so against this. So. <laughs> Even though he was at plus 110 earlier in the week, I will go with the number I actually got him at, which is even money. Um, so I know I'm a good guy. Um, Jordan Spieth to beat Justin Thomas for the week. Uh, I'm putting 60 on that. That seems too free, barring Thomas magically finding his like mental and physical game. <laughs> Um, I just don't see it happening, but that should be a free cash. If any of you guys would like to hop on in sports 19. <laughs> so congrats. Um, and thank you. Well, that is a good chance of hitting, although you got to feel like at some point, Mr. Thomas is going to snap or pop well, it, right? it won't be this week but he actually it, has maybe it will his... be the pga championship when everyone in front of him decides to. yeah <laughs> i was um i was looking at his numbers though too like the iron play is just like pretty good it's not like justin thomas good you know and that's that's got to be a bit of a concern it's been that way for a while too like it hasn't been justin thomas good which is like you know top five in the world good and some time now, so I and him and his I'm, him and his Scott here having relationship issues. Yeah, he's not making any putts either, which doesn't help. But iron play isn't as peak as it has been. So, yeah. Any thoughts on uh, real quick before we move on or wrap up or whatever it might be? Uh, thoughts on Rory today? Up. He spoke a little bit to, I believe it was Rex Hoggard. Um, I hope pronouncing that right. Uh, just said he needed a mental health week, so he skipped the um, heritage. Uh, the heritage. He did say to some other reporters that his private, personal reasons. So I guess there is a chance that something was going on, but um, I don't know. I I curious your guys' thoughts. I guess I'm disappointed. Um... Uh, it's just tough. If there's something else going on that I don't know about, I really can't speak on that. But just, I mean, he's like Jay Monahan's right hand man. I mean, he knew this was coming. He was behind it. Um, he was pushing for it. And then you're just like, I'm not going to show up. It's just a tough look. It's um, uh, unless there's something else, which again we don't know about. But as of now, we don't know of anything. So I'm I'm kind of disappointed in Rory. But yeah. Um. Everyone knows that I've had some pretty, so to say, strong comments on this. And I, I think it's pathetic. Um, you know, I mean, there are plenty of other guys going through fatigue, mental wear issues throughout this loaded schedule. I mean, Jordan talked about the Masters. Um, 
and I'm sure other people are going through it silently. I understand mental health is a big deal on the PGA tour, but I just, it really kind of sounds like I just didn't live up to my expectations in the biggest hyped up week of my career. And all of a sudden I just don't want to play the next week. That's what it sounded like to me. Just very disappointing. It, it was a horrible look for him. I, I, I know people will sort of give him a pass because obviously he's been so beloved by everyone, but I can't help but think some of the players are a little bit pissed. You know, I, John Rahm talked about before they made the rule that you get one off, like there are weeks that it's going to be, we've been able to make our own schedule our entire careers. And all of a sudden this is, this is going to make that harder. There are weeks we didn't want to play. There are weeks that we're going to have to play. And it it just it, it was a it was something that he could have avoided very easily. Um, there was no reason I don't think to skip the first elevated event. I think it's the first elevated event you have to be there. I think you need to be at the tournament of champions, especially with everything going on. But he wasn't, and it is what it is. But it, there's just there's no excuses. I mean, you you have to sh- you, you look at the quote that like everyone talks about with like Kobe about showing up for the fans. Like when he skipped that century tournament of champions. Every Rory fan was buying those tickets, expecting him to play. Imagine, imagine going. Imagine I bought. I mean, I have travelers' tickets, but imagine he he skipped the Wells Fargo and then decided he was going to take a mental health week off of travelers after me buying those tickets with he having to break a rule in order to not play. It just it's 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 got to be frustrating from a fan's perspective. It's got to be frustrating from a tournament's perspective. I mean, I'm sure the RBC wasn't thrilled. Um, it's just, it, it's a really bad look. I, I was, even though I obviously love to talk crap about Rory, but like you look at, like, I was really hoping that he had a better answer than that. You know, I think Jordan and I both were, and we're both not the biggest Rory fans because there needed to be a better answer than that. And there wasn't, and it's just very, very unfortunate for him. And hopefully it just it, in the presser, it didn't it didn't sound like it bothered him as much as it should have, which uh, which really kind of ticked me off. Yeah, I think that's a valid response. Again, I you know preface uh, my agreement with most of your uh, thoughts by saying like, okay, well, if there was truly something that's like we don't know about and he's not willing to share, um, yeah, yeah I- then that's. You know, I can't speak on that, but it does appear that Rory was tired and upset with how he was playing. So he decided to take the week off to reset um, and break the rule that he was the one who kind of initiated. Um, And that's an awful look. And... I don't think he will. I think he's getting some slack for it, but mostly on Twitter. I don't think he'll pay attention to it as much, but I, I think he should get some crap for it. And and that's reasonable. Again, if something, um, yeah, it's hard to know what, what's going on in people's lives truly. And mental health is something that we should support uh, in all yeah. Yeah, yeah. kind of areas of life. But like, I don't know. It, it, see, it, it seems like he, it, he's playing bad, so I'm going to take a week it off. It comes off as he's playing a card that he shouldn't be playing in that situation. Um, right. 
Yeah. And it's, it's like, all right, you can forfeit your three million, which I think is um, yeah, it's just it's worthy, it's worthy, but that doesn't matter to him. And it doesn't matter to him, but I when they made the rule, I think it was to get the best players on the big stage, and that's what he took away. It wasn't the three million. I don't think right. the three million matters. Yeah, and, and it all. sets. I think it sets the standard that like. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. Because what if so? Say what if there's a some star next year, uh, who wasn't on the pip? Like Kyle Morikawa has been eleventh, I think, twice now. What if he? I mean, and look, Morikawa is not the same star as Rory. No. But what if he just skips two of them because he because he's tired and he's not like and he doesn't care like, about whatever what a hundred ten grand he's getting. Well, no, me. he nothing because he won't have any pip. Oh yeah, it's true. Right, like then what's the punishment? Um, and I do think it, it this... also it also sets the president where now Rory as that face of the tour can't say what are you doing? Right? Yeah, no, he right, he can't, he can't say, say that anymore. Yeah, exactly. So like Rory... he's played, he's played his hand. Right, and he's, he's gonna loses, have to deal with that. Right, he loses some power, so to speak, in this scenario. Um, I do think going forward, this will be less of an issue because the tour will. Um, this there will be a new schedule. The tour will better space out the all. It's got to be a little less than what it has been this year. Um, because to be fair, like Spieth played what nine and eleven weeks, and yeah. I'm sure it was, it was it was fun to watch. I mean, it was good field after good field every week, and right. I, but that's that's but just not sustainable. That's just not sustainable guys. for people who are playing. That we forget, and this is something I'll, I'll say to Rory's benefit is that. Listen, the golf that we play is not nothing compared to the like mentally the golf that they play. I mean, they play four right. grueling rounds of of golf in terms of mental like stress. Um, and I'm not saying it, I would. It's not an easy job to love because it is. You're playing golf for a living. Like suck it up. And we've said that before. Like when Spieth is like tired, right. we're like suck it up. You're playing golf for a living. But like sure. this to them is bigger than just a game. And I'm sure Rory was absolutely devastated when he had that showing at the Masters. I'm sure he was. He was playing some of the best golf of his life the past year, and he really, he never really gave it a go at all. So I'm sure that mentally he was just like, I'm shot, right? But again, it's it's a commitment that you made you're the one making that rule basically, right? Like if he had said that's a bad rule, it wouldn't have been made. Like, so it's just, it's it's just a really bad look. And I hope Rory's doing all right, but it's, I I wish he was a little more apologetic about it. You know, he just, he seemed like it didn't bother him at all. But like, as, as a fan, I would have been really ticked if I went there to watch McElroy and then he just didn't show up because he wasn't feeling well. Right. Mentally. And I, and I think it's, you can't be mad about him feeling fatigued or mentally beat down. No. Um, but you can definitely feel disappointed that he didn't follow through on his end of the bargain. Uh, and I think that's, and then I think too, his answer was um, a little, it was disappointing again. I was expecting something like, look, I know this is a very bad look and I will take full responsibility for me missing out on the the pit money and, and missing the RBC Heritage, um, skipping my second event or 
I don't know, you know, if he doesn't want to talk about something super private or personal that's happened, then that's fine. But it, it did seem like, yeah, I just needed a mental health week. It's like, okay, that's, I don't feel great about that. Answer. And one more thing is like, I understand there are definitely some things you don't share, but it, it puts him in a bad situation because if you do something like that, you, you sort of owe an explanation. Right. Um, so yeah. I, just like in a, a somewhat of an, a somewhat a of something, of, some, yeah. some recognition yeah. that he either like mentally could not play the tournament or some sort of like remorse for it just being a decision he made when he was not in the best state of mind. Like, fine. All right. You made a mistake. I still would have been. Still have been disappointing, but I think his response to it was just as disappointing as the actual decision. I think so. in defense of Rory, and I kind of I've agreed with everything you've said, Bob. I do think it's possible that he could have sent, you know, the tournament staff at the RBC some sort of message, some sort of apology that we just definitely. But I feel like he owes the fans that as well. I I, I don't disagree. I don't think the fans are any less. I mean, we are the one that the fans fill their pockets. I, I don't disagree. You know, say something to the fans that we're going to attend the RBC that we're looking forward to seeing him. But it is what it is. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, just I just, yeah, no, I just hope it got it gets touched on a little bit more. Uh, obviously, I know the uh, foreplay pod talked about what he might say or whatever. I didn't listen to it, but like they at least brought it up in their pod. I hope. Um, that other members of the media bring it up as well. Like I haven't. It needs I, to be talked about at least. I should check, but I don't think I've seen no laying up or Kyle Porter yeah. say anything about it, and that's a little disappointing to me. Um, and obviously, like they love Rory, but that's kind of the point. It's like yeah. you got to hold everybody accountable. Um, and we'll see. Maybe they know something that we don't, but I, and who knows? Maybe they tweeted something, but. Let's see. I'm looking through no laying up right now and nothing, nothing about Rory's comments. Got to keep uh, those good relationships, you know? Right. Exactly. But it's also like, come on, come on guys. Like yeah. let's, let's cover it for what some, something needs to be said about this. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's another reason to live. Um, nothing. I don't know why I just said live. That's another reason to listen to the, go get that podcast because we have no, um relationships to keep basically with other players so you know we'll we'll give you it you know straight as it is um no sugarcoating on the go get yes. that podcast if something happens dylan fratelli will be the first to tell you about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but um i think i think we're good there right yep. anyone have any last yeah, thoughts yeah. no that's good yeah. five straight yeah, weeks with the boys looking forward to that boys that's ooh, that's Yes, and at least with us. Good luck with that. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm excited. Ranch yeah. next week, man. Wells Fargo this you week. You have a podcast every night for Ranch. That no, I just think <laughs> I just think I, you know, we need to truly appreciate it for what we need to say it how it is. It's it, it is it a major be, golf tournament, it might be the peak of golf season. <laughs> Exactly. It might be. It might be uh, the peak of number of birdies made on a golf course on the PGA. Tour, well, sure. no, but they it's a 71 now. That's a step in the right direction. That's true. I don't think that'll change much. Um, Well, I mean, that'd make Cagely, what, win at 21 under? 
22 <laughs> under. But again, it's just being not it's not being played at the right time of year. I will stand by that. Um, and who knows? Maybe the wind blows. You think it should be moved to like first, second week of April? Right around. I, yes. Right but the only problem is the Masters wouldn't want it overshadowing it, right? Well, yeah, so, obviously, because then people would have to skip the Masters, which would be. Well, yeah, I don't know about skipping the Masters, but it'd just be like, all right, what are we? It, it would make the Masters the question. It, well, it'd be like, which one do I prepare more for, yeah. Ranch or Augusta? And I think that's fair oh, enough. Masters don't want that, so maybe two weeks in advance. Although Houston's taking that spot, um, I don't know. It's just because yeah. I think it's too soft in May. It needs to be firmer and faster and windier, which I think happens in April. Um. Or at least has the potential to. I don't know. I just want wind at Craig Ranch. So we'll see. We'll get to that when we get to that. But uh, yeah, I guess I'll see you guys Sunday night for a live live recap, huh? That'd be nice. Would be nice. I, I'm going to speak it into existence. I like it. It could happen this week. Although I could also see like a T14 because you just can't. I don't know. Some irons are leaked a little bit right or something like that. I don't know. But it's time will tell. Go um, go Warriors today. Go Warriors. Go Warriors. Go Lakers. No thanks. That's basically all we have now. That <laughs> well, go be Rangers go are done. Congrats, Stan, on the presence. I don't know. Did we do that on the podcast or before the podcast? That was before. Okay, yes. So congratulations on the President's Trophy to the Boston Bruins. Um, yes. Good. Good trophy yeah. won. They snuck uh, in that trophy. There was uh, one-way tickets to Cancun. Um, correct. Oh, so it's exciting! Well, it's another another win for Boston. Title Town. Well, you got to get past the Sixers now. So, yeah. Like with that, uh, when gets healthy, we'll win in four or whatever. But all right, fair enough. Um, we won't take any more of your time. Thank you guys for listening. It's uh been a pleasure as always to talk about golf. So, talk to yeah. you soon. Yes. We'll see you. Yeah, soon. Okay. Sunday night. Peace.